Good morning, friends. Welcome to another show. Good morning, Lou. Good morning. How are we doing today? Yeah, good. I'm actually quite pretty excited because today is our 200th episode. I know, huh? It's kind of a it's kind of an awesome thought to think we're 200 episodes into this. Yeah, yeah. This is what we're going to talk about today is driti. Driti means perseverance. Means, oh. you know, yeah, just stay on track to be resolute to not give up after you know a short while so uh, this is uh dhriti i guess on our part to just yeah. be resolute and stick through it through everything there was a while that i had to drive a long distance to get to loo through those icy roads and back and anyway it all worked out yeah how, how appropriate huh that's what comes up on episode 200 <laughs> that's right so Today, we're going to be doing episode 200. I am on the road, like Lou said. I'm not at home. So forgive me if uh, anything goes wrong. But we're going to be discussing chapter 18, verses 26 through 28. And we, we, if you remember, we already did quite a few of these different things. Basically, the Gita, Krishna says, these are the sattvic qualities, rajasic qualities, tamasic qualities of each one of these things, knowledge, the doer, etc. Today we're going to be doing the sattvic, rajasic, and tamasic qualities of a doer. What does a doer mean? We have said before in previous episodes that each one of us, every second of our waking life is doing an action. Um, and so the one who does the action is known as the doer. He's doing it. So verse 26 talks about a sattvic doer, verse 27 talks about a rajasic doer, and verse 28 talks about a tamasic doer. And he, Krishna, gives us quite a few uh, points to consider, which are very, very helpful to us in running our day-to-day -day lives. So for example, for the sattvic doer, he gives us five points. For the rajasic doer, he gives us six points. And for the tamasic doer, eight points, which are very helpful to evaluate and look at your own selves and also to see people around you. You'll see a lot of qualities in here that you will be quite surprised by. And then we'll go to episode 201, which you'll also find interesting. So a sattvic doer has no attachments. We'll go over each one of these. That's the first. The second is no ego attached to his actions. The third is he does it with dhriti. Driti is this action is resolute and determined. He sees it to the end. Number four is utsaha. Utsaha means enthusiasm. He does his actions enthusiastically right to the end. And number five is he's unaffected by success or failure. Whether he does well, doesn't do well, gets the results he wants, he's unaffected by it for the most part. So let's do um, point number one, attachment. What is an attachment? An attachment to whom or to what? An attachment, basically, everything is me, I. I plus I do or I am uh, is an attachment. You become one with the thing that you're attached to or the person that you're attached to or the action that you're attached to. You can be attached to a person, a thing, an object, an animal, a tree, a book, uh, or your action. So people, animal, objects, actions, you can be attached to. Mm -hmm. You, when you're attached to this object, person, thing, animal, you're, you have a preference. 
for that person. Let's talk about just person. You say, this is mine. This person is mine. This thing is mine. This animal is mine. This object, this action is mine. If you're a small little scratch on that object, you feel as if your heart has been scratched. You, you know, just imagine you're attached to a brand new car yeah. and you get a scratch on the car. You feel, oh, my heart's been scratched because you you possess that the attached object and you smother that object or you smother the person that you're attached to to suffocate it. Whereas a sattvic person is free of attachment. He may love a tree, for instance. He said, I love this maple tree. It's so beautiful. I love it. But he lets it, he has joy to himself and joy to others around him because he doesn't suffocate people or he doesn't suffocate the object. The tree is free to grow. He just stands apart from it and looks at it and leaves it alone and loves it from a distance. So that's attachment. A sattvic doer does the action without attachment to anything, anybody, or to the action. Mm -hmm. Number two, ego. Ego is when, in Sanskrit, you say, or Hindi, you say, ahankar. Ahankar is two separate words. Aham means me, right? Aham Brahmasmi, I am Brahman. Ahankar means I am the doer. I am the karta of this, ahamkarta. So when you have ego, you have ahamwadi, which is an, that arrogance that I did it. Um, I did it. This is all me. Sattvic person who does an action is free of ahamkar or ahamwadi. I did it. I didn't. He says, no, I didn't do it. The Lord did it. The Lord did it through me. Yes. But I am only acting on behalf of Brahman. So why me? Because of my previous karmas. It gave me the opportunity to be present. So what happens is because of my previous karmas, I was born with certain abilities that the Lord gave me because of my previous karmas. I'm here and I'm doing it because I ought to do it because that's what the Lord gave me to do. <clears throat> the, he says, the sattvic person says, I did not do it. The Lord did it through me. No selfishness. So others who are with you feel motivated also to do the job, to join. No motivation for a particular result. No pride. No egoism. I'm a big shot. No, none of that. The sattvic person. He just says, it is given to me. These qualities, this ability to do it is given to me. Therefore, I act. And I, because it's, I'm just acting on behalf of the Lord, how it goes, what the result is, I really is up to the Lord. I'm just doing it, what I should be doing. A sattvic person understands very well that he could be on the other side. I mean, I know from my own life, from where I've come to where I am now, I know how easy it is to just flip because of previous karmas and luck to another side. A sattvic person understands, as I do, how easy it is for you to be on the other side with no money, with no opportunities, with, you know, and each one of us, those who have, have not had this might find it a little harder to experience but those who have been through that find it a lot easier to understand what it is like to be on the other side. A sattvic person recognizes that even with, without him going through this, he understands very well that he could very well, just as quickly, just as easily, have been on the other side. What is that uh, phrase, uh, Lou? Um, 
but for the grace of God. For the grace of God, yeah. There yeah, go something, there goeth I. Yeah. Right? That could be me, except that it was the grace of God, as we say, or our previous karmas, that that's not me that's walking over there. Um, all the resources that you have, the opportunities, the whole world, whatever is at your fingertips is all because you got it because of your previous karmas through God. I can just as well be a person who was not born with these qualities, these strengths, these opportunities, this famous family, this rich family. Or I could have not been given these opportunities. So that's all ego. Driti. Driti means you do it with perseverance, with resolution. You zeal, fortitude, all of these words. Um, enthusiasm. It's not just enthusiasm is a next topic. So driti is resoluteness, zeal, fortitude, firmness, uh, determined to succeed. But there's good driti and bad driti, right? Yeah. So uh, Hitler was resolute. He was. He had driti to do bad things, to kill off a whole uh, civilization, to kill off you know a different race. That was his driti. That's a bad driti. Yep. So here, what Krishna is talking about is a good driti, that whatever good sattvic action you, as a sattvic person, determine that you're going to take, that your driti carries it through right to the end. Next, just having that resoluteness is not enough. You have to have enthusiasm. You can't I'm determined to do it, but you sort of walk around with a morose face. No. Enthusiasm, as you're doing it with firmness, with resolution, you're also... Um, uh, enthusiastic and in order to be enthusiastic you are not affected by whether um, there, there's success or failure in your actions your energy, your enthusiasm is excessive just as much even if the results are not exactly what's uh, expected. This is sattvic. Rajasik we'll see in a moment that is purely dependent on the results so a rajasic person is all action-oriented. For him, when things don't go his way, the results are not, he just drops it. He's not happy. Sattvic person is indifferent to success or failure and does it perfectly well, knowing that if the success doesn't follow now, at some later point, years from now, you will get success. You know, um, um, as, as Lou knows, I try my hardest not to see how many people are watching this uh, program or yeah. how many are listening to this. And yes, I want to know. I'm curious, but I'm trying to grow and saying, I don't want to really know. And so when Lou tells me, I'm curious, I have my ears perk up to listen, but <laughs> I try not to listen. Right, Lou? Yep. So why? Because it's not just... It's a, not a matter of how many people are listening today, because this is now on the on the surface for people to get even years from now. Yep. I mean, my grandchildren, when they grow up, uh, 20, 30 years from now, might look on the web and not even knowing that it's their grandfather that did this, you know, they may find it. So it may be of use years from now. So you can try to be sattvic, whether you're, you are or not, perfectly knowing that success will follow automatically, if not immediately, at some later point. It doesn't mean that you don't be enthusiastic in your success or your good fortune. 
because you don't want to be flat. Somebody says, oh, you know, you worked so hard to develop this food kitchen. Now so many people are coming and eating there. They're, you don't just have a flat face and say, well, I'm not enthusiastic about any success. No, right. you have a certain amount of enthusiasm about your success also, but it's known as a natural fullness, a natural fullness. There's natural joy or happiness. A contained happiness is another word for it, not an eruption of joy. Actions are not to get this or that, but in keeping with whatever your dharma is, whatever your shastras tell you, you have to do that. So that was verse 26. Verse 27 of chapter 18 says um, that what is a tamasic doer like? A tamasic doer is, is those whose actions are six in nature. There is his actions are influenced by these. Number one is ragi. Ragi means a person who is deeply attached. We talked about attachments in uh, the previous verse. He is passionate about in his attachments. He's very, very attached. He has lots of desires, raga, dvesha, likes, dislikes, behind his actions. He's a slave to his desires. He is always up or down depending on the results that he gets from his actions. That's the first one excessive attachment, a slave to his desires, to his raga and dvesha, and a lot of passion. Uh, one of the hallmarks of Rajasic people is the passionate activity. Number two, it's in Sanskrit, it's karma phala prepsu. That karma phala means the fruit of your action. Karma means action. Phala means fruit. Uh, so he is always a Rajasic uh, person who is a doer, is always looking for rewards for the fruit of his action for the results of his action what's in it for me he says so where did this come from Imp importantly it comes from your past lives so that is becomes your swadharma your nature your vasanas coming from previous lives how you've acted what you've done um, your likes your dislikes your desires come from your previous life, and then you build some in this current life also. There's always a concrete goal with Rajasic people. <clears throat> so a Rajasic person may want, just as an example, money. Hmm. It's not spiritual. Never is it spiritual. A Rajasic person wants money or power or fame, always a concrete goal. A sattvic person, on the other hand, does it for the right reasons. Whereas a rajasic person would not do it for spiritual reasons, a sattvic person would do it for spiritual reasons. Sattvic person doesn't care about the results or if somebody is watching him, seeing him do it, whatever, he just says, I ought to do it. This is the Lord working through me and I'm doing it because the Lord wants me to do this. Number three, lubda or greedy. A greedy, a rajasic, person who's acting does it because of greed too. So he does it, he gets something out of it as he's results oriented. He wants more. He wants more. He wants more. No matter how much he gets, it's like fire. You know, in the Sanskrit, in the Upanishads, it says the mind is like fire, always demanding. No matter how much you give it, it just eats that up and says, okay, more. That's what fire does for wood or fuel of any kind. The Rajasic person exhibits violence, violence at the level of the body, mind, and speech. Hmm. So because of his great greed, he is so greedy, he doesn't care who he's hurting. He just wants it. When he speaks, he's hurtful. 
if his family, his friends put up with it because they say, oh, well, even though he's hurtful in his speech or his actions or his uh, thinking or his actual physical, his body, even though he does it, he really loves me. He doesn't. He loves only himself. A rajasic person is so greedy. He loves only himself. He may say, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, but he really doesn't mean it. His speech is insulting and rude when he speaks because all he's thinking about is what can I get? How can I get this excessive amount of money, power, fame I'm looking for? And he stifles other people's thoughts and actions. His words are impure. He has uses curse words uh, in his speech. His emotions, his thoughts, his desires, all of them are impure. Impure meaning um, hatred, um, jealousy, uh, putting down other people. These are his thoughts, his emotions. His relationships are impure. His actions are not mature, not methodical. I know I'm going fast and I apologize, but if you want to, you can just go back and just make notes to yourself because there's a lot to cover here. His actions are purely propelled by selfish motives. He has a disturbed mind, a lot of activity and noise going on inside his mind. Um, He's not a strong will to continue to do whatever he can to do, get his selfish desires. He's got raga and dvesha, likes and dislikes in his actions. His surroundings are unclean and untidy because his focus and his energy is all directed towards his actions, which are to get what it is that he wants to get. He has desire for somebody else's riches, somebody else's wealth, somebody else's property, always. Because wealth doesn't just lie around on the street. Wealth always belongs to somebody else. Uh, somebody said to me a long time ago, well, what about if you went into the mines of South Africa and you got gold or diamonds from somewhere? That doesn't belong to anybody else. Yeah, maybe you're right. Even now all the mines belong to somebody else. Yeah. But I'm sure that if you went down deep into the ocean uh, and found a treasure trove, uh, of, oh, you can get it. But for the most part, 99% of the time, wealth belongs to somebody else. And if you want to be wealthy, somebody else is going to give up that wealth to you. So you have a desire for wealth means you have a desire for somebody else's wealth, somebody else's riches, somebody else's property. Such a rajasic doer is also very miserly. Even though he has tons of money, he doesn't give. He's not charitable. Not charitable with his money, not charitable with his actions, not even charitable when it comes to giving compliments or gratitude. So you'll see this with Rajasic people. You do something good for them, getting a compliment or a thank you for them is very difficult, very miserly. And these people are miserly on spending on, the self, on themselves as well as for others. They're miserly. Not only that do they not give themselves, but they don't like others giving either. They're family members. They're fixated on their own business numbers. You know, how much this property is worth? What is this stock worth? They're financial uh, people that are looking constantly at the newspaper, at stocks and property values. They're cruel. Sorry, this is still just the fourth one for this Rajasik one. They're cruel. Their nature is to hurt other people or person. They get joy in doing that. He's unhappy himself, this Rajasik person, and he makes others unhappy on purpose or unknowingly. He may not even do it knowingly, but he makes other people uh, feel hurt. <clears throat> he is impure in his actions. He is asuchi. That means he's not clean inside or out. 
What does that mean, not clean inside? His thoughts, his emotions, um, his um, thinking is unclean. He has um, those kind of emotions and thoughts that are anger, hatred, jealousy, um, bribery. These are all unclean kinds of things from within. And without, they don't take shower properly or clean themselves or, or their clothes are not uh, clean. They're devoid of cleanliness. So they cover it with perfume mm. without showering on the outside. And the last one is that they're moved by joy and sorrow. Mm. So joy and sorrow always go hand in hand. They never go one without the other. So if you have joy and you're overjoyed, then you will have sorrow following at some point. So they're never alone. They always go together. And therefore, because of the fact that such a rajasic person is constantly up and down by his joys and sorrows, um, he's always emotionally um, ups and downs, which cause him to not think properly. Right. So he, his mind is noisy and not clear. Sorry, I'm going at such a pace, Lou. I'm trying to keep it okay. to our 20 minutes, half hour. So the last one for this 20, 200th episode of ours is number 28, um, verse 28, which is a tamasic uh, action, a tamasic doer. A tamasic doer is not steadfast. He doesn't have dhriti. He's vulgar in what he does. He's stubborn. He's deceptive. He's malicious. He's lazy. He's despondent. And he procrastinates. Eight of them. He's ayukta. Ayukta means not steadfast. He's not no dhriti. He has no goal in life, this tamasic person. He is led by his mind's vicissitudes. What does a mind have? Nothing but desires and vasanas. Mind says this, mind says that, mind says this. So he just keeps going from one thing to the next. There's no pursuit of real self-realization. No desire to get knowledge about this kind of uh, stuff. Um, not following a particular course of action. He'll just go from one action to the next, whatever he thinks is going to get him what he wants. He's vulgar. He doesn't know how to talk with people. Um, he doesn't know how to behave in public spaces or in society with other people. He doesn't follow rules. He's uncultured, no culture. Um, he is stubborn, stubbed, unbending. He's rigid like a, like a stick. Stubborn, he's unbending, he's rigid, he's obstinate, he's like a club. He is not, he's unreasonable. Now, this applies to a person who is tamasic, but also to an entire culture or a country can be like this. They can be rigid, stubborn, um, unbending, and, and uh, unflexible in terms, and I, I think of uh, certain countries, but I won't say anything. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, then he's deceptive. Tamasic person is lies, cheats. Uh, he can be manipulative. He can be malicious. Um, he can be harming someone on purpose or for selfish purpose. So number five is malicious. Sorry, I mixed up the two. Deceptive right. is cheating, lying, or uh, and malicious. And malicious is uh, harming someone on purpose for his selfishness. Next one, number six is lazy, alasa. Lazy, doesn't want to work no efforts in life, and no obligatory, obligatory duties that he follows. Next one is vishadi or despondent, always sad, yeah. holding on to sadness, 
even when he's happy or he says he's happy, he looks sad. Always pessimistic. <clears throat> Always saying negative things. Um, and the last one is uh, Dirga Sutri, which means procrastinating nature. He's vengeful. He procrastinates, keeps putting things off. Uh, and that's the nature of a tamasic doer. So that's episode 200. And mm -hmm. I hope you'll join me next time for episode 201, where we'll continue with the same thing on chapter 18. Lou, anything to add? No, that was a, a, we've got a lot of information in there. But again, it's a lot of the stuff we've gone over before. So it should be useful. It's a nice little summary of it. Yeah, we, we just started on, by the way, um, Instagram. Yeah, so people should look us up on Instagram. Do you know the handle? Yes, it's The Gita Memoirs of a Psychiatrist. Okay, great. So check us out on Instagram, too. Give you information on uh, upcoming episodes. Also give you information, just information that's not in the episode, some insights and things like that. You're going to enjoy following us. So follow yeah. us on Instagram. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you. See you next time.